It is necessary for the recording of sound to convert the sound waves to corresponding changes in light. The sound waves the sound. produced by my voice are transmitted through the air to the microphone where these sound waves are converted to changes in an electric current. These variations in the electric current are then amplified and used to control the light. This varying beam of light falling on the photoelectric cell produces variations in the electric current which are directly proportional to the variations in the light beam. The sound track. As the varying electrical current in the photoelectric cell is small, a vacuum tube amplifier is required to increase it to the point where it will operate a loudspeaker. Soundtrack. This week we're coming back at you with uh, episode three of the Chakra series, which will end up being a uh, four-part episode for sure. Uh, this episode we are just going to stick with the uh, throat and the third eye chakra. And uh, as usual, like I had uh, the last two weeks, I have two amazing co-hosts with me covering this topic. Uh, one of them, Teresa from the Spiritual Gangsters and... From my show, uh, would you like to say what's up to everybody and let people know uh, what's your deal and where to find your amazing show? Sure. Well, thank you for having me. What is up? Going on. Um, yeah. So I also co-host the Spiritual Gangsters podcast with you, which is really fun. Um, it's more like personal stories, transformation, cool chats for awake and aware people. So everyone can come check that out on YouTube, Rumble, and major podcast platforms. And then, of course, also co-host NY Patriot Show with you, which is a lot of fun. Yes. Always. So, yeah, yeah. come check it out. Awesome. Good stuff. Yes, and uh, the link for your show is in the bottom as well. And then we have the man, Louie. What is going on, bud? What's up, guys? How's it going? (laughs) Glad to be back. Good. Glad to be back. Hell yeah, dude. Rocking another... uh, series i like talking about this energetic stuff energetic concepts with you guys and then it's cool because uh i like doing it with like like doing stuff with other people because then we just kind of either start bouncing off each other's ideas or then freaking you'll take me down a rabbit hole or i didn't know about this and so i don't know so it's cool yeah that's how uh that's really how i thought our planetary series was honestly when we yeah. when we first hooked up, I was like, "Yo, this is great. We were bouncing off of each other and everything." And that's why I was like, "I gotta very, get a yeah, background." Yeah, yeah, that's always fun. You know, it makes for good good stuff, and then it's fun, which is how, what I'm trying to do as well. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? So, you don't yeah. want it to be boring. You know? Yeah, yeah. I'd rather try to avoid it. You know, and yeah, but good shit, man. Freaking glad to be back. And yeah, so it'll be cool to do. Uh, so oh. I guess today we got the. Uh, well, let we everybody know your show too. You forgot oh, to mention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, my <laughs> podcast is Uncanny Mystic Minds, uh, and uh, yeah, I'm pretty much on all major platforms. Uh, uh, I pretty much do Spotify for the videos, and then now I'm starting to upload things on YouTube. I'm venturing uh, there too now, so I'm starting to upload more there too. So yeah, so that's pretty much where I'm at. Good stuff, man. I noticed you've been getting on a lot of good guests lately too. Yeah, yeah, man. I've been, yeah. uh, you know, getting, well, you know... Um, 
getting blessed in a sense of people, you know, wanting to uh, help share space with me and give me camaraderie. And then freaking, uh, I end up like learning hell of shit, you know what I mean? Because there's so many damn deep people out there and then freaking, uh, so I like to be able to soak some of that in. And then I end up learning like lessons, like from days on there afterwards, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So, you know what it is? So, you, know, yeah. you know, it's funny. It's like, I, I was, uh, I think in the last few weeks, I've just been like, I've been seeing like, I probably just from Instagram, honestly, like you posting about your shows and stuff. And I was like, damn, I wish, uh, I wish Louie would have had a show when I first got into magic. Cause it was like, <laughs> it's like your show touches on like so many different aspects of like magic or just like, you know, not, not so much witchcraft, but like it does touch on like so many different types of yeah, styles, like ideas. Esoteric, uh, yeah. yeah. Like esoteric philosophies and occult practices and definitely. Stuff like that. Yeah. And, um, and I was like, yeah. it would have been a great show to just learn about so many different types of topics and styles. Of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I'm jumping in with people like from like a lot of these kind of backgrounds lately, uh, because uh, like my initial thing for me was uh, like energetic concepts, like I was more of an energy guy. And then so that's why now like I'm, you know, I'm learning and I'm trying to dive into like little holes, uh, you know, about the esoteric stuff and occultic stuff. And then uh, lately I've been into the freaking, uh, uh, well, I've always been into it, but I'm getting more deeper in it in like psychic phenomenon and like mediumship. I've always been into that kind of stuff. And then freaking, that's probably like one big reason why I like playing cards or some shit, you know what I mean? Uh, and, uh, but yeah. And then, so yeah, just things like that. And then, um, and then I don't know, like lately too, I've been like, just like what's been in my head is just like, I don't know. Like just, I just want to be like, I still want to like be like uh, like goofy or funny, like 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 not serious. That's what I mean. I want to be like officially still not serious. Like no matter what kind of stuff I talk about, like you know, because uh, like whether it's dark things or not, but I still mm. want to be like goofy, like uh, kind of like goofy and shit. No, I get that. Be, I get like, that for sure. Where I can talk like where people don't care to say whatever on my shit, and I don't care what I say in a way. You know what I mean? I want to have that uh, like non serious. You know, like just kind of be goofy like that. Yeah. Lighthearted. Yeah. There we go. Took the words out. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Good stuff. So, yeah, the link for his show is in the bottom as well. I highly suggest to go check that out. If you haven't listened to the Planetary series, I highly suggest that out. And you can even go over to Louis and listen to it because he has it as well, right? Yeah. If I'm correct. Yeah. Yeah, we both got it. Yeah, yeah. check either one of them out. Uh, yeah, it's pretty good stuff, if I might say. Uh, <laughs> and this, and you're going to share, I, I could be wrong. But you were gonna share this too on your end as well too, right? Afterwards. Yeah, yeah, awesome. hell yeah. yeah, nice. So hell uh, yeah, yeah. If you're just catching it now, maybe part one's out, and you could go back to his show and listen to it there. <laughs> yeah. So, yes, and if you haven't actually, if you haven't listened to the first two, I do highly suggest to go back and listen to those before you jump into this one. That's my opinion, yeah. not just to get you to hit play again or to get another click, but honestly, I just think it would make sense to start from episode one. Yeah. So. I I for sure highly recommend that because um, it just so happens to kind of be or work out that like uh, you learn a, like the, the, the chakras have like a story and then the story starts from the beginning and it just so happens to be at the base where we started our episode one. That's just the way, cause you have to get through certain things before you get to the next things. That's why now in today's episode where we talk about the throat and the, and the third eye, this is like the official 
uh, beginning of spirituality, like the like the spiritual centers, as they call it. Like on the last episode where we ended with the heart, that was the bridge or the transition of the physical from the spiritual, where it starts to be a divide of like where you can jump on, like jump onto there. So now we're so today we're spiritual, you know. Yeah. I've often even wondered, like sometimes I know, uh, you know, a lot of people point it out with Taylor Swift. I don't know why with her, but they tend to point out bridges in her videos or something like that. Mm. That's always like showing, you know, showing occultism, which I would not doubt. I actually, uh, I do believe that Taylor Swift's actually music videos are peppered with occultism. It's just done conservatively in a sense. <laughs> I don't think it's as blatant, but I, I do, uh, I have like really started wondering like if the, you know, that bridge actually is for that, for, for the heart chakra or showing like, if you think about it, you have the bridge and then you have the water underneath. You know, that's current. Again, your heart has current running through it. So I ever wondered, is that what the bridge is showing you from here going up to here now? You know, yes, go, going up. That's very good. Yes, that's very good. Yeah. That, I like that current one. I never heard about that one. Yeah, because uh, uh, real quick, back on the, trailer, the, on the Taylor Swift thing, I don't really know too much of the videos, but what I did hear, I forgot where I heard this. I don't know. But uh, in terms of like, you know how they'll have like a certain amount of, of songs on a CD or album, right? Yes. So, and then she'll have certain ones that, like, she'll have like. However, that person explained it is that like it's or, or or like it'll be like thirteen minutes and thirty three seconds. Like, you get what I mean? Like, like, like she has these things that are hitting at certain marks of this of the album, and then it's like very like you could tell it's like done at a specific like they like they made it like that exactly like specific. There was yeah. uh. Uh, not that I was a huge fan of this band. I I, li I really liked only one of their albums. There was another one I thought was okay. Uh, Morbid Angel, an old fucking death metal band. And uh, I guess one night I was just like bored and I was like, oh, well, I'll look them up on MTV, not MTV, on YouTube to see if they've done any like, uh, I guess like interviews before. Because I was like, I was just wondering what these dudes are even like, you know? Because their music is pretty, you know, extreme. And... Uh, there was one of them, and, like, the interview, the guy was actually saying that... It, the guy came out and admitted that he was, like, getting into the Kabbalah. I forgot what he said. I think they might have been into Sumerian shit prior. And he said he was, like, getting into the Kabbalah. And he even mentioned, like, there was... A, I forgot what album they were talking about. But he said every single song, the amount of minutes and seconds is on purpose. Mm. They mm -hmm. said everything on that album, mathematically, is done on purpose. Yeah, you know, yeah. and, and and this is from like a death metal band that like you know nobody probably even knows who the fuck they are anymore or ever really yeah. were. I mean, they were big at one point for death metal, but like you know that's like you know a nobody. Yeah, but it wasn't like mainstream type. <laughs> exactly. Of thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a trip, dude. Yeah, because the engineers or the or the and the people back there, I'm sure like they have like their exact reasons and the exact, you know what I mean? Like they're like, they, like they make that first, like they make that version of that blueprint part first before they start diving into like the artists. Like then they just edit the artists to cater to their, to their blueprint probably. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Like uh, real quick, like with the bridge thing, when you're talking about like the bridge and all that, like that's pretty much like a big thing of like, what's like, uh, like, like, I don't say that it doesn't get unnoticed, but what's happening that people don't talk about is like all this stuff that people talk about happening all over the world all the time. It's the gap in people bypassing the like that bridge, like that heart. And then they want to get to the this version of spirituality, but losing the heart. 
And then so that's where all that shit because like because like they're like uh they're like forcing it or like they're like bypassing it. You know what I mean? Like like they're just like eh, like they're just hitting that emergency, like I'm gonna go through it anyway. And then when you go through it like that, hella consequences end up happening. And then so that's probably like a reflection of like the outer worlds that we see here, or even our inner worlds, you know, and uh yeah, so that's what's that's kind of what's happening there too. Like they try to freaking avoid the steps. That's why it's good to hear the show from the beginning so you can catch the steps. You know yes, I mean? yes. Yeah. yeah even like, just uh, for the intro that I have an idea for, for the last episode, which is going to be pretty weird, you know, like all my intros are, I would think it might make maybe a little bit sen- more sense to you if you watch it from the beginning and the things that we have said throughout the show. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, like, um, yeah, for sure. You know, um, like a real quick thing, it's like uh, like in the Maslow's uh, hierarchy of needs. You know, you got to have certain things. Like here's like, dude, like around around these parts, you need shelter, man. You need food. You know, that's a big that's a big. So without that, it's hard to think about these other ventures and projects. You know what I mean? So first, mm-hmm. you got to get your your uh, your nervous system down. You know what I mean? Like with that stuff, so that way you're not in fight or flight. You know, because now you got to find your food, right? So from there. You can move on to once you got past that stuff where you're okay, where you can like where you feel like you're not barely like kind of barely surviving or barely hanging on. Once you establish that, this the beginning of learning of getting getting your sense of duality. And that's why there's the push and the pull of like the orange chakra. That's why it's like sexual, like in and out, like ebb and flow. Ebb and flow, <laughs> ebb and flow right? And um tides a little bit. And uh and then this is your the beginning of your identification it's where you because you're starting to see that there's this pole that there's this duality so then you're this is like your initial takes of it you know so that's why a lot of that stuff happens when you're like very little and then we get to the yellow the solar plexus which is you establish your identity you know and then so from there there's a lot of the empowerment of like yeah like this is all me like i did it but it's uh, so it's your whole it's your id it's your identification how you established that bottom part of the or, or the the below part of the orange it's how you finalize that you know i feel yeah. like i feel like the going up past the solar plexus is just dropping the ego that you could have had in the solar plexus yeah you know yeah. what i'm saying it's almost it's, like it's it's a refining it's like yeah refining, it's really just it's refining like, like that i think of it. Yeah. 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 And then so once you're all about yourself and you get all that, uh, then you do the beginning of like the compassion and then like the love relationship. It's like a reciprocation, you know what I mean? Camaraderie, like that type of thing. So then that was hard. And then so now here we are today. So that's why it's good to kind of like we wouldn't be able to start to talk to talk about spiritual stuff without us breaking down like you know your nervous system and then your initial ids and all that you know you have to do all that first yeah well and, i really even think like from this episode on really a lot of it in my my opinion with these chakras i mean even though they're still in your body they're very much that really of the physical world that we're talking about with these things i think this all starts to really get more of just spiritual or your spirit really it's hard to explain but it's i think it's beyond the physical body really that these things kind of go with you know yeah, I mean, what do you I think teresa i see you shaking your heads so. yeah, yeah no it's, it's exactly what it is i think you know once you get past um the heart chakra and up it's very much spiritual like the bottom half like you're saying it's physical needs 
like the Maslow's hierarchy. It's definitely physical stuff more so, um, which of course it all relates to ego and whatnot. But as you get higher up, for sure, it's more and more spiritual. And then converging at the third eye, I find it interesting that the third eye, not jumping ahead, but um, that's where like a lot of our energies converge. So like, I don't know if you guys have heard of the nadis. Yeah. Which are like energetic, energetic pathways, right? So you have Ida and Pingala, and then they sort of crisscross at the different chakra points, like intersecting. And then the final point is in the third eye. So that's like the culmination of our energetic pathway, which yeah. travels up and down. If your chakras are clear and unblocked, it travels, the energy travels easily. Right. So it's yeah. important to fulfill those more physical things and conquer those first before you can attempt to master your higher, higher self. Yeah. Of a better term. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I see that as like the uh, Kundalini. That's like the Kundalini. Yeah. You know, yes. like the snake. Exactly. The and then it's well, like. Well, and like the Caduceus is like that symbol with the two snakes going up. Yeah, exactly. The rod. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that central yeah. point is called Sushumna Nadi. So that's like the one that goes up and down. So when you were talking about Taylor Swift with the bridges and like rivers underneath, to me, the river could even be like Sushumna Nadi. That's like your main like energetic channel, just straight up and down your body Mm. where all the chakras Mm. intersect. Right. And then I don't know, the bridge could be just like connecting points, like on your body, like you're saying. That's funny because even that I, I, Even though, like, the, the bridge would be going the other way, I'm still, like, referencing or thinking of the moon card. And to me, the, the stream would still actually be the middle pillar, even though it's between mm. the bridge going a different way. I, so even what you're saying, I'm still picturing that still for me down yeah, the middle of my body. it still applies. And, like, yeah. as interesting, like, when I was just brushing up on some stuff, like, for today's show, in one of the things I found about the third eye chakra, it said that it's explicitly, like, a feminine energy yeah the third eye is more like a receptive energy yeah right? for sure for sure right. yeah like the, like the bottom more fiery ones are very masculine and then as you leave the yellow like a like and then like once you get from middle up it gets more feminine uh, yeah i just yeah. thought that was really interesting and you're relating it to the moon mm-hmm. yeah so very very yeah. feminine and, uh, yeah and like i I guess like when you mentioned like the bridge, like that naughty bridge, that's like the, that's like the middle kind of pillarish one. Like for me, I was thinking about, imagine you have Kundalini, the, like the snake or like that, you know, like that, like that, those two naughties you explained. And then, um, but imagine that the middle base is fucked up. You're going to have a crooked snake. So at that point, (laughs) you know what I mean? That's not good. It's going to have Peronis. That's that's what I thought about. I'm like, oh, there's going to be a crooked (laughs) snake no matter what. That's not good. Yeah, no. I like snakes, but yeah. I don't want to be a crooked snake. <laughs> oh. like we got enough of those well, in politics, rhythm, you know, because because you're, you're going to lose your rhythm if you're crooked like that. And a snake needs his rhythm. You know what I mean? You know? Yeah. Well, you know how like, you know, not to be cliche, but when people say like, oh, you know, secret societies and Illuminati and whatnot, and it's always represented by the like one eye, you know. So if you think of that with like third eye chakra and like. Illuminati or like Freemasons are obsessed with like collapsing the two pillars into one, but it's like your two, your two energies intersect into one at that spot. Yeah. So it's like, it makes, it makes sense. No, I totally like the symbol, right? It it makes sense that that's the symbol for it because it really does become two pillars or two eyes into one singular site. 
Well, this is it, that even fits perfectly with like my idea of even like the tree of life. I think the spheres are the female energy that's holding it in line, and I think the lines is the projective male male energy coming out of it. Oh, I didn't just know that. like just like a light bulb, that how the sense. the bulb yeah, it's, the uh-huh. bulb itself is the feminine energy, but the light coming out of it's the male projective energy. Now, if that your third sense. eye, if your third eye does open up and emit light. That would be the feminine shell that it's in, and the light coming out would be the male energy escaping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, yeah. I do even see how that fits with the totally. way I believe that you know magic works. Yeah, so. I didn't know that about the tree. That's that makes sense. That's cool. Yeah, and, like, and yeah, going it's like um, with the with the illumin, I I think of like uh, I think of spark. I think of spark of the mind. So that has to do with all this part anyway. It's like when you spark, like when you spark it up or something like that. When you realize it's a, it's like divine or something. Totally. And, and I think that's when it sparks. I was <laughs> yeah. even saying, because uh, I think she had sent me a picture earlier today of uh, some transgender person with one. Oh, I was like, what did I send you? Yeah, no, I'm trying to think of the name. I, I don't know. The oh, Hunter name. Schaefer. That was in. Um, that was actually in that show that I said that I thought was very occult. Euphoria. Um, Euphoria. You know, again, with even the feather, I was saying, you know, the whole phrase light as a feather. I even do think that the feather, again, Mott held the feather, you know, Jimmy Page, mm-hmm. that was his symbol, the feather. I do think the feather, even like the Native Americans, how they put them around their head. I think the feather is actually kind of like showing like the light going down the middle of your brain and just like a little bit like mm-hmm. as crazy it is. I do think like it is actually showing something to do with light inside your head. Well, in, uh, in Egyptian mythology, isn't the weighing of the heart against the feather? Yeah. Again, you have to match the heart with the mind. Right. Yeah. yeah. Very well mm-hmm. said. And sure. real quick, just before we go forward, I, I do want to mention for me, um, what another thing that I think is interesting with the book that I had used, and even like it does kind of match the way I look at things. Um, the last chakras that we've done have all kind of fit a uh, an element fire, air, water, and earth. For me, going forward, I think it's more of now like sound and light. Like it's not mm-hmm. like your typical yes. actual element anymore. Yes. And I do think that is something just, you know, worth noting before we go forward. I'm sure we'll bring it up again, but it is interesting how yeah. like you... It's getting more meta, you know, yeah. more <laughs> non-physical, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. We're going yeah. into the metaverse, boys. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Look. We're getting into the quantum. Yeah. yeah. Oh, optical Lord. cable that we're using right now. That's like a trigger word for me now. I know. I've been hearing, I've been hearing so, it so much lately. I get so triggered. Oh, it's so true. It's so overplayed right now. They're really pushing hard on that shit. Quantum, oh, you know what I did today? Man. You know what I did today? Because I was hearing so much about it today. Like today um, of all days, I, I actually looked it up. And man, it was just like, it didn't make any sense. Like just how... These, when they try to explain it, it just did. The, even the definition on Google didn't make sense. Like it's kind of like just going around a lot of stuff, and then it's just saying that like the magnitude of your output is the same as the radiation input. Like it's just very easy. Like it's it's nothing too, you know what I mean? Like I don't know. Mm. But maybe I'm just triggered uh, by it. I don't know. I'll, I'll leave it at that. Quantum trauma. <laughs> yeah, I'll leave it at that. I'll leave it at that. That's funny. Quantum <laughs> trauma. <laughs> We're all gonna have that soon. Yeah, yeah for real. Seriously? Oh my god! Oh, right. so yeah. now the name of this one. Uh, why don't you uh, say it there, uh, Teresa? 
this one. Oh, the uh, throat chakra yeah. in Sanskrit is Vishuddha chakra. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yes. And I actually doing? found it really interesting. Something I did not know was that it means purification or especially pure, which oh. I found really interesting. Yeah. Because I feel like, okay, I don't know. Well, I want Louis to start off. Well, you can go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. And then Louis will go and I'll wrap it up. Don't worry about it. Sure. Well, so in general, obviously the throat chakra is about our communication. So like speaking the truth, honoring your truth. So for me personally, like I have struggled with a very tumultuous relationship, like with my mother. I'm sure mm-hmm. a lot of females can relate. to this so (laughs) i found it interesting that when the throat chakra is like out of balance either overactive you can be harshly critical of people or like interrupting people a lot very abrasive lying is associated with that as well and when your throat chakra is underactive you are diminutive and like quiet or like shy things like this So not that I'm a shy person in general, but I feel like your energies can ebb and flow when you're around certain people, right? So it's interesting that I just, I realized it throughout the course of my life. Like when I'm with my mom, I automatically like reduce my energy, my throat chakra reduces and I have a literal anxiety in, in my throat. You know, like that where when I became very aware of my own bodily energy, I can feel it like right here. That's anxiety for me is all in the in the throat. Yeah. Uh, And then like her when she's with me is extremely critical and harsh. But when she's with other people, she's totally fine. And when I'm with other people, I'm totally fine. So it's just very funny how like when you are in other people's energetic field, you start to really like have these imbalances like pop up. Right. And it's not until you learn to set like certain boundaries or when I say to her, like, you know, when I'm firm in like speaking my truth to her, that then I feel better. Yeah, you have, it's yeah. weird. Right? Yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, because it's like, you know, because it's like tied to expression. And then so part of your expression is expressing how you feel, how you really feel. You know what I yes. mean? And it's like the refinement of like the. The how you feel is starts down in the orangey, you know, kind of section. But when you refine it, when you like let it all out, like literally, then that's then that's why you have to kind of keep that part true. Because if not, it's gonna get tied up. And that's why how you said you get anxiety or people be like, <clears throat> like if they're like that and like they're just kind of by themselves or just yeah. like about to talk, it's because of a throat chakra uh, situation. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's like that weird itch that they can't scratch all of a sudden. Or for me, I used to stutter. Like it was weird because I didn't like stutter as like a kid, but because I had been holding back my throat chakra so much, like, uh, like not letting it out, like literally. Right. I ended up like stuttering. I remember like in high school, I had moments from there on, I would stutter sometimes. And then, so even now I must still like, you know, kind of deal like i don't stutter now i don't think like that but like i still deal with like myself you know it's all it's a lot of uh like uh all the issues that carried over from the heart it's gonna come right back here so it's like uh 
here is like we talk about bridge like look it's like it's like vulnerable it's skinnier it's skinnier to the the next part of my mind and then it's skinnier to the heart so a lot of times people say oh well i can't decide between my brain and my heart do you know how people kind of fight over that and yeah well when you go back and forth if you go back and forth fighting that then the throat shocker gets it gets jacked up as a byproduct of that yeah and then, so this guy is in charge of like harmonizing the frequency of the tones that you use to establish how how you how much you want to put it in here and how much you want to put in your heart at any point you can decide how much you want to like put in your heart and put in your mind and it's like a balance because sometimes people think like like for example at the poker table uh when i'm getting my ass kicked i'm thinking and then i want to stay that's me thinking too much of my heart like hey hey dude like you don't want to you know go through more money like that you yeah. go, home, go home you can play next week right yeah. Or if you, you know what I mean? So, or you can decide certain situations, you know what I mean? If you're out in the streets to like, you use your mind to be safe or, or you, I don't know. So you, you get to decide. And then, so the throw shocker is like the, he's like the, he's like the conductor. He's like the conductor of the stuff passing in and out like a freeway or something like that. You know, I find it interesting that you, uh, you, you mentioned the bridge again, like even with your neck, um, I don't know if it's something I may end up end up saying it within the notes that I have. I don't actually remember if that one line's in there or not. But uh, I will say that uh, I find it interesting that even if you think about all the other chakras that we've covered, have all been in like the biggest part of our body, and like mm-hmm. now these are the ones that are just it's all like this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Very t- very the last thing. one, yeah, we had well, our from shoulder to shoulder on that one. <laughs> Yeah. And, uh, you know, you mentioned Bridge again, and then it made me think uh, Mark Stavish, uh, somebody that I read some of his books when I was practicing, and uh, someone I'm really not too afraid to mention because uh, I don't think his stuff is really harmful. Um, So, uh, yeah, he had had a book called Between the Gates. Um, Highly suggest Mm -hmm. that book. Um, and it focuses a lot on your chakras and stuff like that. And uh, he, early in the book, kind of like would focus, we would give you lessons and stuff to do. And uh, right away, he seemed really big in on uh, working on your throat chakra right away um. and um, trying to envision uh, colors, uh, you know, letters, uh, Hebrew things, symbols, you know, it, it was like kind of, I think, almost open to like, you know, what whatever worked for you, but like trying to focus and get, you know, colors in your mind and shapes going on in there. And he said that he, the reason why is because he's like, that is the bridge between <laughs> your heart and your mind. And he says, you're going to need to make sure that that's working correctly to get it, yeah. to get anywhere. Yeah. Well, because if not, you're going to drive yourself nuts because th- that's pretty much like one of the biggest, like once we get all our stuff established with our identification and our ego, that's the big battle. You know what I mean? Because that's what people get torn up between. I can't decide whether to go with my with my heart or my, you know, like people make it a, a, a you know, well, because it is too, because they, they I guess they kind of conflict a little bit, you know what I mean? Because, uh, uh, analytics is different than emotions. Like they're on the opposite sides of the brain. So, you know, and then I, I'm Yo, also sometimes, thinking, like, you know how we, sometimes, sorry, uh, real quick. Sometimes I swear that's where they got the two party system from. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> emotions oh, and logic. Blood, that's it. Oh, in the crypts. That's why it's bloods in the crypts. And, and, you know, here like, there's North and South uh, Cali and this and that. And uh, 
you know, so speaking of like how here it gets smaller and smaller and here it was, you know, bigger, you know, like with our base, what's funny too, is that, uh, in terms of how they spin, they're spinning faster and faster. So the faster they spin, the smaller area they need because the here hummingbird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because here they're spinning way faster because the one that spins the slowest is the red one, the, the base, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And then, um, yeah, so that's maybe like it's all that thing. weight. Then, uh, maybe it's all that weight. Another one uh, I'm thinking of is like when you kill someone in a sense, like when they're going to do, when it, like if they want to take somebody out quick, where do you, if you, if you want to shoot someone, you're going to kill them fastest in the head, right? Or if back in the day when you have like swords, and off with his head, and you just cut him right at the throat. So it's like mm. super sensitive, uh, super vulnerable uh, spots as well. Yeah, that's true, yeah. right? Yeah, that's yeah. wild. Mm. Yeah, it's like, so So like with the throat, man, so it's like, uh, it's all about like communication, right? And I think that's why it has like ties to mercury, because like in order to be a merchant and to sell, you need to be a good communicator. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like, and then um, gotta have the gift of gabs, and like mercury yeah. goes with communication. So I mean, yeah. speech. And it, it ends up feeling good to stay in your truth, because that's the only way you could really express yourself is in your truth. So like, the more you are in your truth, whether you know it or not, that that throw shocker will get stronger. And like, even what we're doing right now we're exercising our throat chakra. We are doing a podcast where we're streaming out our voices. We're broadcasting our voices. So this kind of stuff also is very, you know, like we're, we're practicing it right now. You know, these microphones are literally sucking the vibration off of our throats. throats. No, my microphone's called a blue. blue (laughs) snowball and the color for the chakra is blue. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) See? Yeah. yeah. yeah like even when maybe um, that's what gave them the idea to call it a blue snowball. Maybe. Maybe. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. Like um uh, when I do a well, you know, I'll hear stories like on my like on my show, my my buddy Joe, the mystical rebel, he was talking about uh one of the ways that he likes to like raise his vibration, like raise his energy in order to get to like a, a a meditative or trance like state is he'll vibrate the sacred names of gods. You know what I mean? So it's like, you're, you're using this to vibrate tones. So it's like, it's like a, this is like the beginning of like a channeler. That's why it's like the spirit officially spiritual where you could start to really go somewhere like, Whoa, like, you know what I mean? And then the next thing you know, you're freaking, you're seeing shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, there, was, there was people I knew, um, there weren't members of the OTO, but people who like every once in a while would like kind of like come through or swing by. Um, you just hear about like other things going on in the community and shit like that and uh, occultism and magic. And uh, there was a couple of people that I, I can't remember like where it was being done, who was running it. It could have been separate events, not even the same people. But I had heard of people going to like even like specific like uh, – meditations where you breathe a certain way and it almost like would induce like there were people who were like yo that stuff was like you just ate shrooms they're like it it was they they would know they said it was like it was like hallucinogenic and it was like it was literally just from doing a breathing practice for a long time there were people who said that they felt like they went back to the womb just from doing specific breathing practices speaking of the womb and the throat chakra i don't remember if i mentioned this on a previous episode forgive me if i did but like i did do some prenatal yoga training so in that Mm. course we learned that the if you can relax your throat in labor 
it will help you dilate faster in your cervix. So that helps, you know, your labor to never heard of that. Right. So instead, it doesn't make sense. It's a trick that they would tell you at a hospital or like, no, no, they didn't tell me at the hospital. This is my yoga training. Oh, yoga. Oh, okay. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. And prenatal yoga. Yeah. They ain't going to tell you that in the hospital. Yeah. I was like, "Mm." yoga for pregnant people, basically. So um, I I took it as a teacher, but interestingly, I was newly pregnant at the time I took the course and like, it was just worked out that way, which was cool so help me <laughs> i was gonna say did you like, actually did you try to did yes, you use that okay so here's a funny little story for you so <laughs> i learned that okay so first of all the mantra syllable for the throat chakra is ham so that's you could chant that to try to you know balance your throat chakra if you want so the teacher told us if you can instead of screaming when you're in pain in labor focus all your energy on your throat and use like a low vowel tone, like U or an O. So like OM or OOM, something like this. Mm. Instead, and then channel the energy downwards to like your cervix and envision like a flower opening or something. Like sounds so ridiculous. <laughs> but just, just do it. Like just do it and visualize it in your head, okay? So um, when I was in labor with my first son, I was taking a really long time for things to progress. I was overdue. It was like a whole thing. And so the doctor came in at one point and he was like, you are not dilating very quickly. You, we should think about maybe a cesarean section for you. Like just put in that in your mind. And I was like, no, like, I do not want that to happen. Like, I just want this to like happen naturally if I can. So I went like super Zen mode (laughs) and I just was like relaxing like my throat. And I was just like doing like, like humming to myself or whatever and like super chill and then he came back like an hour later and he was like how did you do that I was like what he's like you dilated like four centimeters in like one hour and I was like I don't know I was like <laughs> just doing, doing like my yoga thing and he's like that's amazing he's that, like that, you, exactly you don't he's like say. you don't need the surgery like we're good like you'll you'll be good and i was like all right yeah. <laughs> so he's incredible it, right yeah and i used to have like people chant not chant but like tone in uh pregnancy classes like for yoga and stuff so it was cool yeah. it's a little little tip from me to you <laughs> yeah, that's interesting very interesting. magical very magical. yes huh. it is yeah so you it's know interesting it's- how it's all connected and you know what yeah. you just said, and I, it's funny how I didn't even catch it when I, because uh, I was going to mention it myself. You did mention the sound because I was going to get to that eventually. And mm-hmm. that's ham. And, uh, you know, again, we were talking about how even this could be like, you know, the bridge that goes between the heart and the mind. Ham start, you know, obviously starts with an H. Haven't I always gone on about how I think some gods with an H or actually, do? the H does show like the separation of the coming together of two different the things. Bridge, the yeah. bridge, yeah. And it's the sound is ham, and it Yo, starts with an H. Yo, for real. And ham backwards is ma, like mom. Yo, what up, ma? Right, we're Yo, ma. Because now we're getting feminine, right? Because now we're getting feminine. What a trip, man. Yo, oh. what a trip. What a trip. Oh shit. Yeah, man. Like if you. Uh... <laughs> That's yours. <laughs> Yeah, it's like wow. for this one. It's like not only is it about like like your expression, right? But it's also, believe it or not, it's also about listening. By Joe, it's uh, if you well, if especially if you don't stop talking. 
Yeah, if you're if your throat chakra is overstimulated, you're gonna overtake everyone's convo, so you won't be able to hear anything. And then how we were talking about earlier of like tones and like vibrations, like where all these how you can vibrate and all that stuff. Um, when somebody talks, and then if you're trying to call out their bullshit, you read the tones of what they're saying. Because they might tell you up to your face of what you want to hear. Oh, yeah, yeah, and why I'll have it, you know, by next week and this and that. But you can tell by their tone, you're like, this tone is not it. Like, you read, like, you were able to read through that shit. You know what I mean? Yo, just so, the fact that I was in prison. It's very subtle. It's very subtle. I was yeah. in prison for two years. You better learn how to fucking read people's fucking tones. <laughs> yeah. No, just so you know, like, I, I could already tell just from the way I hear him talk to somebody else. He's a scam artist. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like you're, you you have to realize who to your fuck with. Yeah. You know, have investments, that's the merchants, right? Cuz you know, like I think of like how you got car salesmen, you know, like they try to blah, blah, blah. some some car salesmen a lot of them probably have too much like they have excess of of chi here where it's, you know, where it's spinning too too uh, too much or whatever, you know. Yo, probably. I never thought yeah. of that. Yeah, so it's like a balance cuz you, you don't want to be like how I was a lot of my life like holding it back in front of people, in front of people I would just let everyone go and I'm holding all my shit back. Or you don't want to be taking over people's stuff where you can't listen to shit and then you won't be able to to, you know, to catch anyone's BS. You want to you, you you want it like at its equilibrium. And then that's how you get uh, the two naughties, how you were saying, that's how you get that equilibrium, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, that's a good point about the listening, for sure. Yeah. I yeah. Very yeah. It gets, that one gets overrated, but, it, you know, you know, for every truth, the opposite is true in a way. And then so uh, that's why for talking or expressing, it's also how you receive people's expression, you know? And then, uh, yeah, like for this one, it's like, um, I think of like authenticity a lot because this is like where it really comes from because it's like you find your voice, you find your true voice. And then even if you have like a fucked up voice or like a voice that isn't like that pretty or that this or that, that, or that articulate, as long as you're being true to like yourself, like authentic to yourself, people will still like you. People will still respect you. You'll still get friends like, you know, like that type of thing. Like you'll still get like, uh, like your version of respect. So well, as long I, as you're authentic, you know? I even wondered, like, if, you know, going along, I do believe, you know, the silence and then the throat, it could even maybe just listening to the voice inside yourself and yeah. not actually saying anything. You yeah. Know, or even, you know, learning to even listen to yourself in a sense. Yeah. Cause yeah, I'm, that's a good point. Yeah. I just didn't get, uh, like, for me, I didn't get, like, my bigger, like, I didn't start having bigger moments until, like, I embraced, like, the silence or whatever. And like once I figured out the power of the silence, uh, definitely silence could be serious. That, that was the beginning of um, a, like a lot of things changing. Like, uh, it, like it gave me a lot of momentum after that. Yeah. Well, how can you speak your truth if you don't even pause to know what your truth is or listen to yourself? Right? Yeah. How can yeah. you even know? For yeah. sure. So silence yeah. and listening is an important part of communication. Sometimes I think like, mm -hmm. you know, sometimes people, you know, I'll use memes again as a good example. <coughs> you'll, uh, you'll see it pop up on Instagram or whatever. And, uh, you'll just look at it real quick and not even have any inner dialogue with yourself. It's like, is this true? Does this even make sense? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You just, Oh, okay. That's, that's new. And that's the hot thing going around. So, you know, let me screenshot that and share it. Like there was no probably inner thought or dialogue on anything except for the fact, Oh, this is going to get me so many likes. You know what I'm saying? 
Like, did you, was there any thought behind like what you're even posting? You know, I mean, I know maybe sometimes I shouldn't be the one to say that because I can post some crazy <laughs> shit at times. I think we're but all guilty of that. Yeah, that yeah. Well, I mean, this a lot of times the off the wall shit I do, I actually do it on purpose. <laughs> so yeah. there's a no, method to my madness. It, it's all in the communication. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because in the end, we're really just talking to ourselves. Yeah. You know, you wake up in the morning, you're talking to yourself before you go to bed. Like as you're going to bed, you're really talking to yourself still, you mm. know. I mean, there's God is always here, but it's, you know, you through that, you know, like it's like you're, it's, it's, you're kind of doing it to yourself in a sense. And so, yeah. I like know. what you were saying, Louis, before about like being able to listen as part of this energetic center and like listening for the tone in what people are saying, because that's so true. Like when you listen to like the frequency of what someone is saying. So not to bring it back to like moms again, but another hey, really interesting thing because not a lot of podcasters are moms, you know, but um, yeah. when you first have a baby, so there's this thing that this lady in Australia figured out when she had her first child, she has like super rich hearing, like mm. she's very gifted in like her listening ability. And she figured out that babies have a language, like when they're first born, and it's called Dunstan baby language, D-U-N-S-T-A-N, if anyone wants to look it up. Mm. I found out about it before I had my first son, and thank God that I did, because I also have like very sensitive hearing, so I feel like this was meant for me to like learn about this. Mm. So babies, when they cry from like age zero to three months old, they have like tones in their cry and syllables in their cry. And if you are able to listen oh. and pause and really hear what the baby is doing, you can figure out what they need real Dude. quick. Dude, so, yeah, uh, yeah, it's uh, really cool. Yeah. Like, there's a cry for hunger. There's a cry for tired. There's a cry for diaper, a wet diaper. Wet, yeah, like I'm uncomfortable, change my diaper. There's uh -huh. a cry for lower gas and upper gas. So like burping oh, or like, yeah. or oh, they, they need to broke poop. all that shit down. That's cool. Yo, it is crazy. And it's only from age zero to three. And the more you listen and respond to that cue, the better the bond between you and your baby. That makes all the sense. Yeah. yeah. Well, because you're communicating yeah. without I, even talking. Hear, that's what it is. That's exactly yeah. what that is. Because if I hear if I hear my son crying and I can tell, oh my god, he's hungry, I just pop a bottle in his mouth. Boom. Situation's taken care of. He's not crying anymore. Yeah. Right. And then you, you won't have to, like, like, you won't have to check the diaper. You can automatically just go to the kitchen. No. And it's a bottle. And, exactly. And, and, sometimes and, and, the gas ones are hard to distinguish. <laughs> like sometimes you're like, what is that? Like is that a burp or like what? Or sometimes they're just like uncomfortable, and it's hard. Sometimes hard to distinguish. But there's a really good YouTube video like, on it. Yes, call it and stuff. Exactly. There's a really good YouTube video on it where you can really hear the tones. It's like fascinating. That's yeah, wild. but not a lot of people have the awareness to stop and listen. Yeah, that's why <laughs> um, as a parent, you want to be, you also want to have your nurturing side. You don't want to just be a straight up by the book. Uh, oh. You know what I mean? Like, this, well, the book said this, and the book it's said the that. Worst. Don't do what the regiment. book said. You will never be, I mean, if you want the book, or sure, but no, don't. you're going you're gonna to miss out on a lot of the instincts that of the, like, that's worst the, advice. Can't, like, like, that's <laughs> yeah. the, you can't replicate that. Like you can't. It's of, true. Of like catching someone's tone, and yeah. you know off the tone that that they're hungry. Like you can't replace that, man. Like uh, you really can't. And like it's so true. Like when you with your subsequent children, if you have more than one, 
like the second time around i was like whatever i'm just gonna do whatever i want and it was so much easier yeah <laughs> don't do what the book says just go, i got this go with the got, heart. Get, out my way. get out of my way i got go this with the heart. you need these three chakras super clear when you have kids like heart throat third eye boom you're good <laughs> Yeah, can handle sure. a little bit better, right? Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. You think about it, that's like a real gift to be able to, to detect all this stuff. You know what I mean? Because uh, like for me playing cards, that's a part of, that's like a that's like a Friday night right there. Like you're watching everyone do this to to each other. And a lot of the times we're very quiet because we're trying say to that. set each other yeah. up and we're trying to read each other, like all reading each other and we're trying to set each other up. And then so people are really paying attention to like the breathing, well, to the... To the tones of everything, to like, like you know, you know what's big? The tones of how the chips hit the mat. The tone of it, you could feel certain yeah. aggression. Some people are begging to get called. Some people are hoping that you don't bet them back. Like, like this whole like, Yo, you can feel psychology of, playing that game. The tone of the chips, the yeah, face movement, the movements yeah. they make, the ticks they uh, have, the little things yeah. that they do. Yeah, again, yeah. you're actually learning to read somebody without opening your mouth at all. Yeah, you're shutting up and just listening and looking around yeah. to what's going and that's on. That's very spiritual. That's very spiritual. Like that's like a, some like 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 those are spiritual acts because it's not physicality acts. Those are like some out there. Like that's when you're like how the little uh, how the bugs have the little antennas and they're like they're they're doing some shit out feelers. there. With it. You know what I mean? Like you're going out there with it. That's the beginning of that. And then as we go up, as we go up, then we get even officially more into that, which is the the indigo. You know the indigo chakra, mm-hmm. so uh, I don't know if you guys want to start talking about that one now. But um, oh no, well don't you have your? I want yeah. you to go into your card and then I'll go into my notes and we'll jump into that. Oh okay. Oh, you mean my uh, my uh, tarot card? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. There we go. So I think this was. I don't know. I pulled this one out. It's the Knight of Cups, and then uh, you see here that the chakra. I don't know if you guys can tell, but there's a chakra right there, that light blue. So it's. And then this guy, he he has a helmet, and on the helmet, it's the little like the like the feathers how we were talking about earlier, and then that gives me like a Mercury vibe, mm-hmm. and then so it's like very messengery because this is like a messengery spot of of the heart and the mind, like these two polarizing aspects in us, you know what I mean? And then it's funny because I know you've talked about it on your shows in the past that. Uh, a lot of this stuff that we're doing here, one of the things that we're doing uh, is we're, we're 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 harmonizing the mind and the heart. So like where we feel like there's not really that much of a difference, like where the echoes are the same. Because mm. sometimes the echoes might be different. Like on a Friday, like two Friday nights ago, my echoes were very different of what my heart and my brain wanted. Like they were just opposites. And mm. uh, so this one's like cool. Like this guy's on a, on a mission. He's, he's ready to do like his his work for that and then like a knight a knight is has also like that vibe of like he's like working back and forth like that and um yeah and then i I also get like the whole mercury how we're talking about mercury like this color that that like light blue which is it might be one of my favorite colors and that's kind of why uh on my little uh when i do my stream yard on my little top corner i'll have my little face with that little blue bird yes and it's like i think of that uh like that kind of thing too. So yeah. Nice. Well, even yeah. like a uh, Mercury, uh, you know, when you start getting into like the Kabbalah and the Hermetic Kabbalah, a planetary magic, uh, Mercury would be just a lower arc of Jupiter, but a higher arc of Mercury would be Jupiter, which then would be blue. So I can mm. see how like you know Mercury kind of maybe getting closer 
to the higher arc, you would start adding blue into it. So even yeah. with what you were saying with Mercury and the blue stuff, I could see that for sure. Yeah. Well, Mercury is the same as Hermes, who was the messenger of the gods. Mm. Yeah. Communication. Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. and wasn't Gabrielle a uh, messenger of the gods? Gabrielle, yeah, is considered like the communication angel. He, is he uh, associated with blue? Yeah, well, he is associated with, uh, yeah, with blue for the element of water. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, like for me, I think about like how uh, messenger, so then I think of like angel, and then angels are the ones who bridge the spiritual and the physical realms. So then that's why when this guy with his feather, I think of like, kind of like that like the angel wing like i was thinking of that like with Mer with mercury or hermes you know? yeah and the winged shoe even right. yeah yeah like that kind of that mm -hmm. kind of vibe. i do want to even mention in the uh, lbrp uh when you call gabriel he's associated uh, he's behind you and he's associated with water you know in the blue so well that brings us back to birth again you know it's funny, dude. Right, right when you guys said that, do you know what I just saw? I saw drink more water. This is for this chakra. <laughs> so <laughs> if, if you want to like help it out, drink more water. Make a conscious effort to drink more water throughout the day. So not only is it for hydration, but to help cleanse the throat chakra, allowing for healthy energy flow. So there's a lot of, you know, thing to that, you know, because that's why when you have a jacked up throat chakra, you're like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, <it's> like, <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah, you got that you got thing. dust in your throat yeah yeah but there's no dust in their room like yeah. you'll be somewhere where there's no dust and all of a sudden you're like why do i feel like there's dust like that's that's a throat mm -hmm. shock issue for yeah. sure you know or especially when you run into those people or like a mother figure father figure or just these people maybe at work or just whatever whatever and then it just kind of gets like that you know what i mean like that feeling so that's why i've been into like uh like boundaries you know kind of uh, about establishing boundaries and healthy boundaries and respecting boundaries and, and all that. And then, you know, what's funny about that is that chakras are the epitome of that because they have their boundaries for sure. Like, cause they each, like, they don't like, they relate to each other, how we keep talking about relations and all that, but they also don't cross each other. They, they do their own job. They have their own color. It's like mm -hmm. that for a reason, you know, like that's why the prism you know, when you with the light when on the prism, it looks just like that. Like they don't cross into each other. You know, no, like, they're all separated. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's so there's also it's it's like with reason, and then it, it like teaches you a lot. And also, people like their space. You know, like 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 each chakra wants their own space too. Just how we like our space. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Mm -hmm. So. Mm -hmm. All right, I'm gonna uh, I'll jump into the notes I have, and then we'll move on to the next one. Um, I did have the meeting, which meaning, uh, which I think you had already mentioned, Teresa, purification, uh, location, throat elements, sound, uh, function, communication, creativity, uh, other manifestation, vibration, uh, color, bright blue, sense, hearing, seed, sound, ham. Now I do find this one interesting. Uh, you know, we're talking about feminine again. It has 16 petals, which makes me think of 16 candles or sweet 16. Ah. <laughs> Very feminine. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, the Sephira, they have uh, Gabura and Chesed, which I do kind of get, but I would think that would be more, for me, the uh, third eye. But um, Planet Mercury, metal Mercury. Uh, and then getting into like some of the notes that I had... Uh, uh, out of this book that I was uh, using last time, I'm going to read off uh, a couple of uh, 
some stuff that I thought was interesting. Um, communication shapes our reality and creates the future. If I say to you, bring me a glass of water, I am creating a future for myself which contains a glass of water in my hand. If I say, please leave me alone, I am creating a future without you. From presidential speeches and corporate board meetings to marital fights or children's bedtime stories, communication is creating the world at each and every moment. Um, it is clear that communication can direct consciousness in both directions of the chakra spectrum. Communication can be seen as a symbolic system that mediates between the abstract and the manifested idea. It formulates our thoughts into controlled physical vibrations, which in turn create manifestations on the physical plane, which I do think is very interesting. Like even speech, like it's really like, it's a, it's a sound to the thought that's in your head. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. very you know deep if you think about it. Yeah. It really is. Yeah, yeah. We're just making noise, but for some reason we can understand each other. You know, it's mm. calling something into existence, right? Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as we climb up the chakra column, each plane is said to vibrate at a higher, faster, and more efficient level than the chakra below it. Just like what we had said earlier, light is a faster vibration than sound uh, by about forty octaves, which I find interesting. Forty because the fourth sphere would be the blue one. <laughs> uh, and thought is a uh, subtler vibration than light. Our consciousness vibrates upon the substance of our bodies, energy affecting movement and movement affecting matter. Um, all vibrations are characterized by rhythm, a repeated regular pattern of movement through time and space. Um, real quick, just to go off of what they're saying here. I was even thinking like even speech, if you think about it, it's just the ryth rhythmic sound. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's just like we're taking sound and throwing it out and just like making a rhythm out of it with our like teeth and the mouth and our lips. You know, it's, it's kind of interesting if you think of it that way. Yeah. Uh, these rhythmical patterns are deeply ingrained functions of our consciousness. The turning of the seasons, the oh, the rhythms of the day and night, the cycles of the moon, women's menstruation, the movement of breath, and constant beating of our hearts are a few examples. Again, that's even another one that I think was important. Like we were talking about the heart and then the throat. You know, the heart does have two different ways of uh, go back and forth, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, no living things escape these rhythms. Rhythm like change is a fundamental aspect of all life and consciousness. Operating from the fifth chakra, a person becomes aware of things on a vibrational level. Again, like Louis was even saying, uh, knowing your aura, knowing other people's aura, you know, maybe setting up boundaries because maybe you're picking up a vibrational level you don't uh, vibe well with, even what. Teresa was saying earlier, again, with her and her mom. This is saying it right here. We may respond to the tone of a voice more than the actual words spoken. Yes. Yeah. Oh, man. Especially <laughs> when you're already triggered. When you're already triggered, all you do is you're like, what? You're like, all of a sudden, you just perk up. You're <laughs> hearing that vibration in that voice. And the vocal cords themselves vibrate, right? That's how you make sound. That's so. all the sound is. It's, the, it's a vibration, oh. a version of vibrations. And then we just yeah. modify them. And, 
And then funny, the funny thing is, is that I guess like even going now, going to the people that you're thinking about how you catch them. Unfortunately, most of us are not consciously aware of our actions and reactions on this plane. You know what I'm saying? So like the people that are probably putting out that bad vibe don't understand that they're doing that. Probably not. Yeah. Yeah. Even our perceptions through any of these senses are a function of perceiving rhythm. Hearing sound waves and seeing light waves are only two. The very mechanism through which nerve fibers feed information to our brains is through rhythmic pulsations of energy. From the first contractions of our mother our mother's womb at birth to our last dying gasps, we are rhythmic. Dancing creatures dancing in what Ram Das calls the only dance there is. And I mm-hmm. even uh, I liked that one because I uh, I even say that about you know, we were talking about the caduceus and like those, the male and the female. My opinion, that's all That's all this is, is this little dance they're doing around that middle pillar we were talking about. Either you're yeah. dancing up or you're going back down. Yeah. Very, very big yeah. dance. It's a very big dance. Yeah. Can I add one thing? Oh, yeah, yeah. I was going to go into something else too, but yeah, go oh, for go. it. Go for, no, no, go. Uh, <laughs> I know we had mentioned mantras before too. And I do think, uh, well, Louis, I, my opinion, that's what Louis was kind of even getting at with repeating certain things. Um, to me, that's very mantra-like. Mm-hmm. And, um, th- you know, this is the basic idea behind sacred sounds used in meditation and chanting called mantras. The word comes from man, meaning mind, and tra, which means protection or instrument. Thus, a mantra is a tool for protecting our minds from the traps of non-productive cycles of thought and action. Mantras serve as a focusing device for mankind. Uh, no, <laughs> mantras serve serve as a focusing device for making the mind one pointed and calm. The vibration of the mantra has been likened to the vibration of someone's shaking your shoulders to wake you up from sleep. A mantra is designed to awaken the mind from its habitual sleep of ignorance. So I do think. Uh, Mantras can be uh, very, very useful. I think it's even almost a way to maybe even reprogram yourself in a sense. Or believe it or not, as silly as it sounds, I think the vibration that you're kind of doing over and over again just resonates through your body and may actually change the vibrational wavelength that you're kind of running on. Maybe. Yeah. Something like that. It's like overriding circuits. Uh, Like for me, like what I think about is um, like, I thought about like, it like helps you kind of hold yourself accountable in a way because you have a structure. And then, so like, imagine like you're going to the gym to work out and then someone gives you a structure, how you said they hold you by the shoulder. They shake this in you like, okay, you're going to do five of these and you do 10 of these and call it a day. And so it's like a structure to help you hold yourself accountable to stay in a thing. And then, so at the end of the process, you realize, oh, I did this. Like, you're going to be a product of the thing that you did. So it's like, it's good to have structure. You know, structure is very mm-hmm. good. You know, yeah. albeit I'm an informal dude, but structure is very good. <laughs> no, I understand. And I, and I agree. Um, I just have one other page, and then after this, we'll uh, go on. Um, chakra five is the center related to communication through sound, vibration, self expression, and creativity. It is the realm of consciousness that controls, creates, transmits, and receives communication both within ourselves and between each other. Communication is the process of transmitting and receiving information through symbols. 
again, like I thought it was interesting when I read this, how I mentioned Mark Stavish before between the gates, I was supposed to actually envision symbols in my throat chakra. So I was like, Oh, very interesting. Uh, as written or spoken words, as musical patterns, omens, or electrical impulses to the brain, the fifth chakra is the center that translates these symbols into information. Communication, due to its symbolic nature, is an essential key to accessing the inner planes. With symbols, we have the means to represent the world in a more efficient, efficient way, one that gives us infinite storage capacity in the brain. I think what they're going, what this person's getting into right here is kind of what we were saying before. Maybe sometimes like shutting up and just trying to decipher something. You know, maybe sometimes symbols and trying to look at a piece of art and understand what it is instead of running your mouth, that will have a lot deeper of a meaning than what something that could even be said. Um, we can discuss things before we do them. We can absorb and store information in a concise form. We can synthesize thoughts into concrete images and store the images again as thoughts all through the symbolic representation of perceived patterns. So again, it's like, you know, when somebody goes to make a sigil or a talisman, you know, all that shit means so much and you didn't even have to say a word. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like the beginning of decoding, you know, with the, with that one for sure. Yes. And then uh, unless there was anything you wanted to add to, Teresa, on that last chakra, maybe we can... Uh... Yeah, just real quick, something that I found interesting when I was researching. Um, so the gemstone or one of the gemstones associated with the throat chakra is aquamarine, which I know happens to be the birthstone for March because my birthday is in March. Oh. Um, and it's associated, I guess, with like the timing of Pisces because March is mostly in Pisces, right? Um, which I found odd because Jesus is associated with like the age of Pisces, right? Yeah. And also if the um, Sanskrit word for the throat chakra means purification or especially pure, I thought that interesting to be associated with him. And then the essential oil associated with the chakra is frankincense. And we all know that he got frankincense when he was a baby. Right. right? So I just thought it's, it's odd because Jesus is also considered like the word. He's the <laughs> word, the spoken word of God incarnate. Yes. Right. And he's the way, the truth and the life. I thought that was interesting. Just given yes. like the Sanskrit meaning. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah, it's a good tie. It's a very good tie there. Right. Very interesting. That's, that's yeah. why he has me on. <laughs> yeah. Very nice. Very nice. Right. Anyways. Awesome stuff. All right. So, Louis, do you yeah. want to uh, hit us off with uh, the third eye chakra? Want to start us yeah. off with that? Yeah, the third eye chakra, man. So, uh, what is it? I think it's called the Anjana chakra, but I'm not going to yes. get into that one too much. I don't, uh, but anyway, so <laughs> your third eye chakra, so like right around here, you know, in your forehead area. And uh, I remember telling, well, NY in our, on our planetary series that we did uh, a while back, I remember telling you the story about when I was a child and uh, in order for me to fall asleep, uh, I would have to, like, if I was laying on my back, and and I was facing the ceiling like my head, I would always have to put my arm right here over my head 
I would oh. because if not, I wouldn't be able to sleep. And the reason why was because I was so damn ticklish right here. Like uh, if my head, if my face was, con- if my chakra was connected up there, like to the ceiling, to the sky, it would just trigger this this big ticklishness where I wouldn't be able to sleep. So I would either have to put my arm over here or I'd have to turn to the side because I, as long as I don't go straight up, because if not, it will just be too stimulating. So then, uh, so pretty much now that I know about like chakras and stuff, cause, cause, cause this was me as a kid from like, I don't know, like as a little kid. Right. Yeah. So, um, now I, now I know that, Oh, I had a stimulated uh, third eye. Uh, chakra. Yeah, it's like you had to calm it down to sleep, right? Like a yeah, pressure and kind of cover yeah, it up. Not, yeah, because if not, it will be just be too ticklish. Like, just I wouldn't be able to stand it. Type That's of thing. so wild. Well, that's yeah. interesting you say that because like a lot of the yoga poses associated with like balancing the third eye chakra has to do with like like either um, like forward bends, which puts blood pressure and blood flow to like your head, right? Because you're upside down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or like literally, just like light pressure on your mat, say like child's pose, where your oh yeah yeah arms and your head is yeah, down. Yeah. So it's like applying pressure, like right here. Yeah, yeah. Like I would have to block it in yeah, order. That's to wild. If, not, if not, and then so I ended up as a byproduct of that because I got I think I got tired of doing that. Like <laughs> my arm will have to be up as a byproduct of that. As a teenager, I think I started to sleep way more on my side, and then now I sleep like a Tasmanian devil. But um, anyway, <laughs> and so uh, yeah, and so. Um, it's a trip. So, so this one basically just how the throw was like about like expression, you know what I mean? And communication. This one is for me about vision and imagination. Like this is where you can start to like, it's like, this is where you could, cause uh, with the imagination, that's what takes us somewhere else. And then with vision is how we're able to see stuff like, you know, like, like literally with, with your third eye, like this is like the, I guess there's like a lot of confusion or, or like like the different talk of like uh the whole thing with pineal gland that is more recent a more recent thing than not before it was always the chakra here so i i I, and i know they're related but i think more of like the chakra is actually like the storefront like the face of it you know what i mean and then you know how a lot of things happen behind the scenes the Mm. pineal gland is a behind the scenes type of thing and then that's where I think it's as opposed to vision, it, it's the pineal gland is more of like a teleporter. Like, you know how, like I, I talked about silver surfer and you can go somewhere else, like, mm. like, trans, like, like trans surfing that is more affiliated with trans surfing. And just how this was a bridge. I think the pineal gland is a bridge between the crown and the third eye. So that's why I think it's more of like a projector or like a trans. Oh surfing. yeah, yeah. I think it's yeah. for this projector. One, for I think actual, you're totally right. Yeah. yeah, but I think but for the actual chakra itself, it's more of like the storefront or the face for vision, for mm-hmm. just to be able to see, and then like that, and then, uh, and then so yeah, and then so so this so here we start expressing like what we want to see, and then here is where you can actually like see it in your mind's eye. And then you can, you can like, you can imagine what they want to get out of you. You can imagine what you want to get out of the situation. Kind of like that. So that's how you're able to here. You start to read people, but in here, you really see it. You're like, Oh, that's what it was. And then you can even see the different options. Like it'll be maybe more than one option. So it's like the mind's eye is very abstract. So, but, uh, but at least you can start to see, uh, like see, you know what I mean? Like have that vision or whatever. 
So, yeah. And, uh, so it's obviously very spiritual, you know what I mean? Because it's like, it's, it's etheric. You're out there, you know what I mean? And then, so there is a difference between that and the pineal, because I think the pineal is like another job. It's like, but you wouldn't be able to do the pineal glands job without the vision of the third eye chakra. But, uh, but they're a little bit different, you know, like, cause for to trans surf, like is different than actually just having a vision. You can have a vision here in, in, in on the physical plane, you know what I mm -hmm. mean? So it's, it's about the vision instead. And I think the third, uh, the, the third eye one even helps too with, uh, visualizing things like with your eyes closed as well you know yeah. like I, I thought i i i thought that that helped a lot with uh magic like when i got into um like doing like rituals i would eventually when i got to know them like the back of my hand i would start to try to do it with like my eyes closed and i would actually try to like envision everything that i was drawing and like you know the colors and all this and that and I Hell think yeah. the third eye uh, working on that one uh, helped a lot with being able to paint pictures with my eyes closed. Hell yeah. Sense. That shit hella works, dude. Even for healing. Uh, like I, I, when I've done things like of that nature, uh, closing my eyes is very useful. Like you're able to use how I keep talking about the antennas of the bugs. Like they get more stimulation uh, sometimes with, with your eyes closed or whatever. You know? hmm. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's a trip. It's like, um, I don't know. So for vision and then all this, it's like psychic to me, right? Like psychic nature. Cause that's how you're able to, it, like there's a tie to that. And then, so, uh, I have the high priestess and then here we got like the moon, like the moon is there with it. You have the chakra tied to it and it's very feminine. Just how we keep talking about the themes of it gets more feminine as you go up. You know what I mean? And then, uh, I tie it to like more of the right side of the brain as we go higher, you know, and then that's why she's more intuitive and more emotional, like as opposed to men who naturally it's not as much like that. You know what I mean? And then the guys are more, they're more practical. You know what I mean? They're like, Oh, we got to do this. And they want to, you know what I mean? So the women is more, they're more nurturing. They can do those emotional things and all that. Yeah, no, I think, uh, I think it's uh, spot on. I mean, again, like like I think I was saying uh, prior when we went to, when we were recording, and you know, not to like try to be sexual about it, but I, I really do think that like um, you know, again, if you think about the third eye and like what it looks like and how everybody always depicts it as an opening eye and it's like you know whatever over here. I mean, it's not a stretch to say that that could be a vagina. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So like, so for the you know the for her to fall there, I mean, again, to me, it's a very, you know, sim symbolic symbolism-wise, to me, I can understand how that would still fit. You know what I'm thinking about now? It's like a, like a feminine energy is more as opposed to a man, which is like, bing, you know, a woman yeah. is sucking you in. It's sucking in. So what about if you suck this in here, you're going to end up in the pineal. Mm. You know what I mean? So maybe that's like a process of... Once you suck that in enough, then you can, then you get to that gland or whatever like that. You know what I mean? Like it funnels, it'll funnel in through here, kind of like a little like a little tornado or something. Well, that, that that would even go with the experiences I've said I've had before. I've had magical experiences just from meditating and fucking around with chakras and shit. Um, I would move the energy up my body, and eventually, it's like everything was just in my head. You know what I'm saying? And then, like once I was able to, like, it was almost like going cross-eyed trying to like focus with my eyes closed to like this little pin 
get this like light at the end of the tunnel. Like it was like, it was like a fucking train, really like a, tra- a train tra- uh, tunnel with the light at the whole way at the end of the tunnel and it gets brighter and then pop, you know, you, you go somewhere, but it really, it really was like, uh, that's a trip. Did yeah. it feel like I've had experiences like, did it feel like your head was like getting hella bigger and bigger? Like you were like, like as if you were just getting bigger and bigger like that. Or, or well, you know like what the, the, the funny thing is, is and uh, I've said this, I've actually said this before. Um, you, you said like this whole sucking feeling. I would feel like I got like, um, I would have like all my energy in my head, but like it didn't feel, it didn't feel like pressure, believe it or not. Um, not before I'd have the experience. Um, I just really felt that like my head was just like a floating balloon. Which is funny because it's like you okay, know maybe yeah, you're yeah, on a lighter yeah, vibration. Yeah, it's okay, it's yeah. not that heavy anyway. But the thing was is that it, the feeling that I would notice again, like when everything would go through me and go up my body, it would feel like kind of like water flowing through me. But like up here, when I would start to have like those magical experiences, it almost felt like if you were like I guess pulled like the drain out of a sink, oh, and it was like almost got. It's almost feels like. You're getting sucked out the back of your head, yeah. and again, you said like a sucking feeling or a mag, you know, or like yeah. a magnet. No, I've never, I've never. That's interesting. Yeah, mm. yeah. I don't know. I think of this chakra as like, um, like the throat is like your outer voice. It's projective, right? But this one is more of like an inner voice. It's a still, quiet, perceptive, like the seat of your intuition or like concealed wisdom. So yeah. I feel like this one, the third eye, is much more receptive, much more feminine, whereas like the throat is a little bit more masculine. It's more projecting. It's more projecting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what's like. Yeah. Oh, so I feel like yes. the third eye is very receptive, and if you can be still, you can listen, you can receive. You know, for lack of a better term, receive downloads in meditation. Yeah. Like this is where a lot of like sp- sporadic knowledge comes from, which is probably knowledge we all just have within us anyway but to access it you need to be quiet you need to be still yeah right? i think i think out of all the damn chakras for if you had to say which one is meditation the most like beneficial for i think it would freaking have to be this one right when i was thinking about it Definitely. i was thinking well would the root be second probably but here's the thing about the root chakra imagine you're in fight or flight imagine like freaking you're getting kicked out of your house or imagine some like something like just like that right you're not gonna want to meditate you're gonna need a ground somehow to calm your ass down like ground bite like like that person is not gonna want to lay around for an hour to meditate like they're (laughs) like i need to get shit done like they're gonna like they're not even gonna be thinking about that so that's why for this one for this chakra meditation is super super cool you know what i mean and then it's very feminine because in when you're meditating you're doing nothing that's more of like a feminine thing in a sense right nothing as opposed to something doing it yeah that's cool man uh like for me i think about uh because like i can like tell like uh I can't see the color of auras per se, but I could tell a lot. I could just read a lot of uh, people's bodies or something, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what I noticed, what I've correlated through the years of people who, uh, like where it's very blocked here, uh, is uh, I noticed hella tension back here. And then I noticed that like they can't move their heads or they can't turn their heads. And then a lot of those people would be like very computery people, like who are just like this for like eight to 10 hours a day. And like they're, uh, I feel like there's something very rigid or like, uh, 
robotic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then so with them, I noticed that for that one, it's like, damn, I think the the pineal gland was probably calcified, like probably with like, uh, like in like uh, water, you know, like that type of thing. I think that freezes all that up where they can't, they're really uh, plugged in, so to speak. Like it feels like you can't unplug them. Because think about in the movie, in the movie, the plug, the plug was really right here. In the know? Matrix? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's, t- it's like in your head. And then, so it's like, if you're hella tense back here, like in this part, it's like, it's going to be very, very, like, you're going to do like a lot of work to unplug yourself, uh, basically. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. Well, this is like the sixth chakra and it's, you know, your intuition is also called like your sixth sense. So not only is it like literally your sixth sense, it's also like the sixth chakra location. So I just, I find that funny as well. Um, and when you were saying NY, yeah, when you were saying NY about um, when you had magical experiences and you see like a point of light when you were meditating and that point would like increase, you know, as you focus and whatever, um, you know how like in Indian cultures um, and religions, they wear like the bindi. Yeah. The little dots. I have often so wondered about, that, huh? yeah, I swear so, to God, I have wondered yeah. about that after that, after that experience. Yeah, so like that's kind of what it's to represent is to like represent the seat like your concealed wisdom. Right? Now think about this. Now I know there's different colors for different reasons, but I mean I know mm-hmm. there is a lot of people could off the bat will think of red, right? Yes. Now if you think about it, if our third eyes are normally closed, the chaos and change that red would associate with would be opening it. So mm-hmm. I do wonder if that's why there's sometimes a red dot there. Yeah, that's what it's for, huh? Yeah, because it's like an initiator to like the, like the one who break it in, like the one who broke it in. Yeah, yeah. Trip, I know. So the bindi is like said to uh, retain energy and strengthen concentration. And I have my own built-in one. I have a chicken pox scar right in between. <laughs> no coincidences. No. Yo, legit. Like that's the only chicken pox scar I have. Right yeah. there. Yeah. Trip, like, like right now, right now, how you said focus and like focusing, like energy, focusing thought or whatever, like that. Mm-hmm. I think of like, uh, haven't you guys seen like pictures of like Professor X from X Men? How he's like this, he's going like he, he's like doing it from right here. Yeah, he's I think right. he's hitting a, you with the indigo chakra. He's there's a couple with... podcast logos like that too. I, would, right? yo, I was just gonna oh, say that, but I didn't want to yeah. say anything. But I was like, you know how many podcasts I've seen with people focusing on their third eye, projecting yeah. shit. I mean, come yeah, on. you're right. I thought yeah. about Professor X, but you're very, you're very correct. Yes, yes. Well, yeah. and like when there, when you, that chakra is um, overactive or underactive, headaches is a symptom mm-hmm. of both. Yes. yes. Right. Like I've had that happen to me sometimes when um when I feel like I'm meditating almost too much and I'm like too open. It's oh, like okay. a pressure all in the front of the head. Oh right? yes, yes, yes. So yes. a lot of times when I meditate now, the odd time that I do do it. I focus a lot more like projecting or focusing energy in my heart center. Mm-hmm. I don't focus it as much in my third eye area because it just becomes like overwhelming. It's too much. Yeah. Sometimes. For yeah. me, I get, I don't get headaches. Like I see people who overthink who get headaches. I'm like, that's where you get a headache. For me, it's like when I've gone like on, sometimes I go like on binges. Of, so I, when I've gone like on these study binges for like poker, like recently, that's when it was happening to me. And I was like, oh, what is happening? I was like, <laughs> Like almost like you had like a brain freeze from a slushy, but without drinking the slushy. So you're like, oh, man, like I got the brain freeze without even tasting the sugar. You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? fuck, you got robbed, dude. Yeah, like what the fuck, man? I'm all high. <laughs> anyway, like uh, I think about the uh, 
uh, the petals, right? So what's interesting for this one is that um, this one will give you, like when you look it up, it'll. this is the only one that will give you a reference for two different ones. So the first reference they'll tell you for the lotus petals for this one is two, right? That's the first option. And uh, that could be for like the two ends of like the pituitary gland or like the two hemispheres of the brain. And then it's also, that's leading you to know that it's like, the end it's like the end of your perception of duality how in the beginning how earlier in the conversation today i was talking about how the orange chakra is the beginning of your identification like the beginning of your terms with dualism and then this chakra right now that we're talking about is your ending terms with duality and then so and so that's when they tell you two and then the other one that they'll tell you when, when you look at up, uh, up online or whatever is 90 96 and um, so for this one, when you add 96 up with the rest of this one, because this one is a thousand, when you add them all up, that's a hundred, that's 144,000 that yeah. they've been talking about. So the what's the 96, Louis? It's this, it's this chakra. Oh, that's interesting. Because the top, the top of the Masonic arch is 69, the cancer symbol. Oh, uh, yeah. It's a, collapsing yeah, it's two a, pillars into one. Yeah, yeah, it's a... <laughs> It's 96 uh, lotus petals, yeah. And then so that's the whole thing, how people were saying, oh, the 144, like for me, it's just hard to believe that it's going to be a certain amount of people or incarnated mm -hmm. people. It's it's all of us. It's all of us on the, it, like oh, well, what technology we have inside. We're the, we're the technology. And then so that's letting you know that we have it all inside of us. We can do it all through us. You know what I mean? And uh. then so, um, yeah, so that's the other um like yeah, so it's it's funny because this shocker, like this is the only one where it'll give you two different stories, but but I like either. I, I like don't either think I ever heard of that one with the. Uh, I've only heard of the two. I never heard of that one before. That's interesting. That's yeah, fucked out how it's ninety six. Yeah. It really yeah, does yeah, work. Yeah, it all adds cancer. up. Yeah, because I did the math. I did the math on a on my uh, uh, old shocker episode. I'm like, no, it adds up to one hundred forty four thousand perfectly. And this was about the time where all the videos you see online, people are talking about the chosen ones, the chosen ones, the chosen ones, and then so it's like. You end up secluding, like, to bring in these, and everyone thinks they're a part of the 144, but you're secluding the rest of the world. Like, no, it's actually the whole world, like, once you realize who you are. Yeah, it's a figurative number. There's actually a Bible verse also. Yeah, no, know, that's where it's from. Uh, yeah. yeah, so there's a Bible verse in uh, the book of Matthew, chapter 6, verse 22, and it reads, The light of the body is the eye. If therefore thine eye be single, thy whole body shall be full of light. Yeah. Very oh, interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Uh, there's actually yeah. something I was going to get into eventually when, when I uh, do some of my stuff, how I do think uh, this, I, I do think like besides the brain, I think it is a, uh, besides it's a connection between your eyes and your brain in a sense. I think uh, mm. this kind of goes with, and, and I do even think that is why, um, you know, the king that sits on the blue sphere has a rod in his hand. He's hmm. holding up a rod. As the rods hmm. are in your fucking eyes. Oh, yeah. Oh. Rods and cones. Oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh. That's nice. funny. Yes. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, man. Yeah, like... Uh, yeah, and so it's like, like look even like in my hat. So like I got this like very, very light blue, right? And then the purple. So when you mix those two together, that's the indigo, 
you know what I mean? It, that that's the color, and so it's the mix of the violet and then the the communication chakra. So, yeah, oh, man, it's you like know, uh, uh, just think real quick too. You said sorry to interrupt, but like you did yeah. mention the cones. Just even think about all right, you got the king who has his rod, and then you can have a dunce or a fool with the cone hat on their head. Oh yes. And I love both of those roles. Rods and cones. Yes, yes. I'm all about I'm all about that Duncey guy, that that dude. I'm all I'm all about him too. Why do you think I used to have the dunce cap? I've worn it a few times. I should wear it again. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, I get the full vibes from tarot, which I, I embrace a lot. And then uh and then even like the gestures, uh like back in the back in the I think the gesture hats are kind of showing mm -hmm. the cones, but they're yeah. just bent over. Yeah. Yeah, man, I love the gesture. I'm, I'm like a, I'm like a gesture in a way where only the gesture in, in society could get away with. He could be the only one on stage with a king, but he's not a king. He's not formal at all. He's no royalty. He's not formal, right? But he can be on the same stage on the same platform as them, and actually, and be like a goof, and like, and then he'll, and he gets love for that. So I think that's just like the best shit. And then he can say shit to the king. And only he can say where the king will be like, oh, yeah, like, haha, like, it's a part of his job to, to like, only he can give him goofs, you know, because if somebody else from the audience did that, it wouldn't end well. But like, like for him, like he, he has like, he has all the leeway. He can break all the rules. Like, I love that Joker, like that fool from the tarot like that. Like, I think he's, mm -hmm. I think he's cool like that. You know, uh, I was even the. I was going to say, I was thinking about it uh, earlier. <laughs> it was like, one of my weird thoughts, but uh, to kind of like to even go back to like the whole uh, king thing again, like I was saying before with like lights, uh, with rods, <laughs> it sound a little bit bugged out, but like that does fall with Jupiter. And I have always thought that the J for Jupiter, even really for Jesus too, for a lot of J's, like if you look at it, you're kind of drawing something like, I guess, depending on how you draw a J, but you are going from one way maybe to another. Like you could be turning around. You know what I'm saying? Going back in and it looks like a J or like a hook. And what do you throw hooks with? Rods. And catch the, you said, catch so you can catch the fish. The water. <laughs> oh. oh my. And, isn't it and, funny and you know, you it's, you know it's really out? weird, too. If you thought about your eyes, it's kind of gritty, just like sand, isn't it? Yeah. And that's how you need eye drops. It's probably the sands of time right there is your fucking eyeballs. Wow. Right? And, damn, I think about how you were saying turning around and then with the hooks. Like, like that's why you say, oh, I'm going to hook a left. Like, that's a, like, literal, a, a literal saying. You're off the hook. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh, oh man, dude. Man. That fool's off the hook. Right, literally. Yeah. Fucking weird. Literally. Oh. Yeah, like for me, it's like I, I get happy in a sense how how this chakra has made me happy is like uh because I have like faith. Like I've I have i have like that was like that's like one thing that helped me get uh initiate like uh, get me like started and stuff like that on my journey. It was like cause you gotta have faith, right? And then, because without that, it kind of wouldn't go anywhere. But then once you start getting deeper after that, like just kind of once you start getting the ball rolling, um, I've gotten, like from what I've seen through this, through the help of this chakra is that for me, that's my version of like proof, like where I've seen it. And I'm like, dude, I've seen it. Like I saw it in my mind's eye. So mm -hmm. then with that, like that was all I really needed. Like, 
I'm like, I'm good with that. And then, so that's like my, for me personally, that's like my version of like the truth. I'm like, okay, it's in there. Like I saw it with my mind's eye. So I'm okay with it. Like I have closure. So for me, it's got, it's giving me a lot of like peace and closure and happiness because it's helped me to get my versions of, of proof, at least for me, like, like whatever will suffice for me. And so, uh, yeah, so I'm grateful for that. Uh, that's like what I've seen. Yeah. Um, if you guys don't mind, uh, Teresa, you got anything you want to add before I go on? No, I think we mentioned the, you know, collapsing two pillars into one and relating that to the the noddies, right? (laughs) I forget if that was before we started recording or not, but I just wanted to make sure we mentioned that. Like, you have the central channel, Sushumna Nadi, Ida and Pingala being the two energetic channels, the male and female channels, and they converge at the third eye and that's the last place they converge yeah. not in the crown chakra yes. yeah yeah so this is the last yeah. point in in you know in between your two hemispheres of this is, yeah, like, that's where it really ends yeah because uh yes. for sure yeah i told ny uh in our planetary series that uh that the that the last one here uh you know like uh was like saturn but it's like the last one. it's actually uh, i would call this one like a barometer meaning it's just the one that measures it didn't actually do anything like that, like the ending is right where you said it. Mm-hmm. Like that's the actual ending. So this is like, yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely get behind that. Yeah, that's all I had to say. All right. Thank you. Very You're much. welcome. <laughs> um, all right, yeah, you already did the name. Uh, meaning to perceive or to com- uh, to command, uh, element, light, essential form, image, function, seeing or intuition, gland, pineal. <laughs> so. <laughs> Uh, uh, color, indigo, um, body parts could be, uh, the eyes, seed sound, ohm, uh, petals too, which I do think like, uh, Louis was saying, I think in a sense you will shut off the two eyes and maybe start using the two halves of your brain more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Sephira. It symbolizes, uh, yeah. Yeah. I think like switching of like, or going in. I even think, honestly, I'll be totally honest with you. I think the rabbit ears sometimes, or even the peace sign, or uh, well, the peace sign I think is multiple things, or even the term rabbit hole is actually literally your eye sockets. Oh. But, you know, I don't know. Uh, planets, Jupiter or Neptune, uh, metal, silver, foods, uh, entheogens. I don't know. Corresponding verb, I see. Uh, I did want to include the animal associated with this is the owl. Some Twin Peak fans think about that. The owls, you know, not what they seem. You know, who knows? Yeah, sharp sharp and intuitive. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And then I'll uh, I'll go into some of the notes I have here. Uh, Why our petals have been steadily increasing in number as we climb up. The How do you say that? The shush, uh, you said it before. Sushumna. Yes, very well said. Is it right? Yeah, we suddenly have, we suddenly have only two petals at the uh, at this chakra. There are many possible interpretations of their meaning. The two worlds of reality, manifest and unmanifest, the intertwining uh, nadis in the in uh, Pingala, which meet at this point, and uh, the two physical eyes that surround the third eye. The petals also resemble wings, which I uh, do. Th- wonder now you know if you think about on the caduceus where the two those two heads meet you have wings there 
Mm-hmm. The petals also resemble wings and symbolize the ability of this chakra to transcend time and space. That's kind of another reason why I was saying maybe our eyeballs are really the sands of time because maybe that is just creating the time and space in here. Maybe there is none. Um, allowing the inner spirit to uh, fly to distant times and places. Uh, it is interesting to note that if you compare the caduceus to the chakras and nadis, the two wings occur where the sixth chakra would be. One further interpretation uh, is that the two petals surrounding a circle re- resemble the whites of the eye itself as it surrounds the iris. Mm. Uh, um, the corresponding element to this chakra is light. Through the sensory interpretation of light, we obtain information about the world around us. How much we are able to see depends on how open our, or developed this chakra is, including to some degree the acuity, uh, the acuity of our normal eyesight. The gamut of visual and psychic ability can run from those who are extremely observant of the physical world to those who are gifted in psychic perception, who can see auras, chakras, details of the astral plane, precognition, and remote viewing. Um, unlike the five lower chakras, which are situated in the body, the brow chakra is located in the head. Therefore, its nature is more mental than any of the previous chakras. Our visual perceptions must become translated into other forms, such as language, actions, or emotions, before they can tangibly, uh, before they can be tangibly shared. As we become more mental, we leave behind the limitations of time and space and enter a transpersonal dimension. Trans. Uh, yeah. Transurfing. Transurfing. Like sober well, surfer. you know, see, again, uh-huh. like if you were to think of, see, now this is even what I was saying. If you were to open up the third eye and let's say, let's say there is projective light going inside, you know, because I think it even gets into it where your eyes read the light. It does not go into your head. Your eyes read it and then transmute and, you know, things to your brain to tell you what you're seeing. There is no actual light going into your head. Your eyes do not let light actually hit your brain. That it doesn't yeah. happen. You know, so like I, now if let's say the pineal gland was to actually do that. You know, I'm, I'm wondering if um, that is like. Fuck, I forgot where I was going. <laughs> no. Oh, so no, all right. So no, that would be projective light inside your head. That would be now male and female energy working together. And they're dancing. So, the, and so, they're, that, so, so that, dance. that's right. where I think like the hermaphrodite and the trans thing come into play in occultism. Oh, look at that word. In, into that occultism. But that, no, yeah. well, see, I think the problem is, is that the idea of what these words meant are totally misunderstood. That's the whole problem. People actually think that we're talking about something in the physical world and then like, well, I want to be that. When it's like, you know, Shakespeare was just showing mixtures of energy. He wasn't actually showing cross-dressing. Fucking idiots just took it as cross-dressing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then it just progressed from there and now we have this, you know, ridiculous <laughs> shit going on. <laughs> so, it's, in my opinion, all that stuff is due to the misunderstanding of this shit. Because people misunderstand this deeply occulted shit, they get played on and manipulated, and they're out there in the streets with 10 different fucking names for agenda, you know? Yeah. 
there's a lot of trickery and then it's easy it's easy to get tricked it's more they're more easier to get tricked and blah 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 yeah yeah, yeah. the pineal gland uh, sometimes called the seat of the soul acts as a light meter weren't you saying a meter before too actually no, we were saying barometer. Oh, barometer. Yeah, barometer. That's like the that's the last one. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, this one. Yeah, this is like the culmination, and then the we're gonna we're gonna do later on is like the barometer or whatever. This one says uh, acts as a light meter for the body, translating variations in light to uh, hormonal messages relayed to the body through the uh, autonomic nervous system. Mm. Over one hundred body functions. Uh, have daily rhythms which are influenced by exposure to light. The pineal reaches the height of its development at age seven and has been thought to influence the um, um, maturation of the sex glands. So th mm. that was just interesting to throw in there. The age of seven. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how true that is or how correct that is. Well, they yeah. say like the age of seven is when you reach like the age of reason. And that's why in, uh, Catholicism, you'd make your first communion around seven or eight years old because oh, they feel okay. you can discern enough by that age to know what you're doing. I'm guessing, like, for me, like, uh, yeah, that makes I'm sense. Psychologically, too, that's when they say, you know, children exit, like, early childhood, that's the end, by seven uh -huh. years old. And, like, a lot of your subconscious actions and traits will be set by seven isn't that like right around the time you have your your first holy communion like around yeah. seven or eight or seven or eight because i did that exactly as i was like seven yeah. or eight years old or something like that that's why it's at that age oh yeah. that makes sense yeah mm -hmm. yeah like um yeah like uh fuck i lost my train of thought but uh <laughs> it's all right it's <laughs> yeah, okay oh i got here I'll, I'll go and you can think about that uh at the fifth chakra level of awareness we experienced vibration as an underlying manifestation of form at chakra six we encounter a higher best of vibration than that of sound uh, though of a fundamentally different character here we embrace the part of the electromagnetic spectrum that we perceive as visible light ultraviolet radiation radio waves x-rays and microwaves are just a few of the many waveforms within this spectrum that are not visible to the eye. Light is the form directly perceivable by consciousness. Whereas sound is expressed through a wavelength uh, oscillation of air molecules, light is a far finer vibrational energy produced by radiative emissions from atomic and molecular systems as they undergo energy level transitions. It's fucking deep shit right there. In a very real sense, light is the voice of atoms and molecules, whereas sound is the voice of larger structures. Light is electromagnetic energy. Through the photons or without mass, light can induce an electric current upon striking metal, a phenomenon known as photoelectric effect. Photons striking the metal displace electrons in the metal which induces a current. The interesting thing about this effect is that the lower frequencies of light, such as red light, for example, do not have enough energy to induce a current, regardless of their intensity. I found that interesting. At higher frequencies, such as blue or violet, a current is produced, which then will vary with the intensity of light. 
So now even with these oh, colors, the these colors can't do the light like that. These huh? colors going up even kind of go along with electricity again. In my opinion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I remember what I was what I was thinking. You had mentioned the autonomic system for this. And then I was thinking about earlier when we talked about the root, that's like the uh what is it like the is that like the parasympathetic? You know what I mean? That's like mm-hmm. all that the different it's like the opposite of the autonomic. So you have the two nervous systems and that's why the, the red and then this part right here, they're like, they're like polarizing. And then that's why like in like the tower card, it has those colors because it's like the polarizing natures of the, the red. And then once you get to this indigo, like the, like the red and the blue are the, remember I said like the red and the blue side, the bloods and the crips and <laughs> like the, like the parties and all that. It's, it's the, like the opposites. And then, so, yeah, so this was the autonomic. So I think that has some kind of tie to like the age thing too, or like maybe that's when it's developed, like at seven years old. Uh, well, like the autonomic nervous system consists of the sympathetic and the parasympathetic nervous system. So that's the two. So the sympathetic nervous system is like a fight response and the parasympathetic is like a chill response, Mm. like a relaxing. So you want to, uh, when you meditate, you want to like practice your, uh, influencing your parasympathetic Yeah. You can calm yourself more. Whereas like we go into automatic knee jerk reactions. That's our sympathetic nervous system, which is in, we're in fight mode, like 90% of the time. Yeah. (laughs) So you have to really, you have to really practice the parasympathetic. Exactly. Yeah, and like a lot of people in modern society, like honestly, their parasympathetic nervous system is broken. Like they they literally, they literally cannot relax, especially like over the last few years. What a lot of people have been through, you know, twenty twenty onwards, um, a lot of people have been so traumatized they cannot relax at all. They're constantly in sympathetic mode. I guess that explains a lot of stuff that I didn't like. That makes a lot of sense. It does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's, you know, by design, of course. Yeah. Yeah. So you're never like getting a chance to like tune in, you know, to yourself or, you know, focus on that internal voice. Never. Yeah. For a yeah, lot of it's people. Like, it's like hard to get to your core. And then from there, it's like, oh, man. It's hard to get to your core and hard to connect with a uh, higher power spiritually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. If I could read one little, uh, I like this one little uh, sentence here. For the sure, third go eye, for it. Um, yeah, and then we'll and then we'll wrap it up soon. Yeah, sure. So when the third eye chakra is in balance, you have carefully honed intuition, and more importantly, you trust it. You're able to cut through the world's noise and distractions to follow a clear vision of your life. You have a sense of the bigger picture with an ability to detect new and interesting patterns. You're open to change and trust in its potential. So it's like all this like clear vision and trust. And that's why like for me, it was like, oh, like that's like proof. Like for me, I'm like, that's enough proof like of like what I need for now. Like I'm okay with that. So yeah, there's like a lot of like uh, clarity, like how's the clear vision, mm. a lot of clarity and a lot of like for me closure. So yeah, it's pretty bomb, man. It's, it's pretty good one. Yeah, absolutely. And just yeah, to go back cool. to the owl thing real quick. <laughs> it just made me think, you know, an owl is something that can like see at night. It can see through the dark, right? Yes. Which is interesting. It see it perceives light even in darkness. Yeah. And also like the face of an owl, if you look at like where the eyes are and stuff, it looks like the Pisces, like horoscope symbol, yeah. like a geological yes. symbol. And also kind of looks like a toroidal field. So going back to like the electrical. Exactly. Yes. You know, it's funny. I've seen, yeah. um, 
I've seen uh, contemporary problems and symbolic studies actually in the past. Yes, I probably saw it on my do page, do like, posts recently. about stuff like that. And I was like, yeah, oh. I know it's so trippy, right? That's so yeah. cool. And yeah. it's all in nature. It's all in nature. Wisdom. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that there's something. I mean, that's even like, I even wonder like the Vesica Pisces again. You know, I even think exactly. the Vesica Pisces is starting to get up here with the whole third eye. You yeah. know, that could even be like you were saying, the top of the pillars. Well, you have the two circles coming together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah. You get that. all the all the occultic symbols, you know, how you guys are talking about it, the, the, it, it drops into one. That's that's the middle. That's the inside of it right there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Well, Very we've talked stuff. about it on um, way back when we did episodes on Drake. Right. Everyone's favorite Drake. He's obsessed with like the Minerva owl, like the owl of Athena. Right. And then we discovered that in the OTO, isn't the one of the like first Minerva. or like the Minerva is yeah. like the first initial like uh, not initiation, but like when you're curious about it, you can be a yeah. and like take classes and stuff. So that's yeah, that's why I'm talking about that one. Yeah. There yeah. was another guy. I can't remember his name. Some other rapper that into owls too i didn't know he has a he has a few owls um he did that song hey ya uh oh outcast yeah 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 not the skinnier guy though the other dude i think i think if you go on his instagram this dude's got like a couple of owls andre 3000 no oh no no the other dude not no no the other dude oh i forget his name big boy boy. yeah yeah i think he has owls too and i was like "Hmm, oh wow <laughs> well, uh, well, uh, well, Big Boy on his on his solo because uh, when they did uh, the Love Below and then and then Big Boy had had his version. One of the tracks on Big Boy's album was called uh, it was like Sir Lucius Left Foot. So, yeah. Oh wow! Very interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one I remembered. Yeah. <laughs> You're like I'm not gonna forget the name of that one. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go check yeah, that out. Uh, yeah, I'm go check out the lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you both. Um, I do think uh, with this with this chakra, I guess really just to like wrap it up real quick, I do think a lot of this has to do with like kind of uh, you know closing your eyes maybe and learning how to like read with your eyes closed to a certain extent or see your or envision your world that way. I do think it can also get even deeper to like you know uh, you know this I guess kind of goes with my theory when sometimes I do say I wonder if this is hell. Uh, maybe the light that we're living by is actually Lucifer and we can't get away from it with these eyes open. But if you close your eyes and pop open your pineal gland, that will actually be the true illuminating light that you should be looking with, maybe. But not it's so deep as that, because I know that is a little bit out there, but I do think really with this chakra... Not for me, I like that. With this (laughs) chakra, I do think it is really more of being able to feel your world and understand your world with your eyes closed, maybe even be able to learn how to paint beautiful pictures and movies with your eyes closed of the world you want to be in or imagine. But I do think a lot of it is really fine-tuning your brain in, in a sense without having to have your eyes open sometimes, you know? Yeah. There's a lot more of Like a, like a, like a rewiring, uh, a rewiring in a sense, yeah. Very well said, very well said. Yeah, yeah. And thank you both for jumping on. Uh, uh, Louie, would you like to uh, plug your show again real quick? Yeah, so uh, 
Uncanny Mystic Minds podcast. Uh, I'm on all major platforms. Spotify has the videos. Uh, I'm starting to dump stuff on YouTube now too. So uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You can find me there really easy. And then uh, we even have our cool element server that freaking it'll drop. It'll drop the episodes like right, like right as I drop them. Then it gets on the RSS feed. And then so yeah, really good stuff, man. Really good. I have to see how to. I know there's ways to tag channels. I'll see if there's a way I can tag you when this drops on your uh, YouTube channel. Yeah, hell so, yeah. So, like, I think it might pop up to your subscribers that, you know, we did this together. So, yeah. Yeah, I'll have to hell figure yeah. out if there's a way to do that. I'm almost positive there is. Yeah, I'll have to do that with you, too. If I can figure it out, I'll have to do with that with both of you. And and in, in saying that, Teresa, would you like to plug your show? Sure. So, yeah, please check out Spiritual Gangsters podcast. Um, It's on YouTube, Rumble major podcast platforms and i am on twitter i have like no followers so come follow me on yes. twitter the yes. link is in you know below or whatever and like, come get at me, dog. <laughs> yeah come come tweet at me and, <laughs> and uh i'm most active on me. yeah i'm most active on instagram if anyone wants to like catch up yeah all my there. twitter followers uh go jump over and uh, <laughs> hit that follow button Thanks. Yes, but thank you both so much for coming on. I thought that was an amazing episode. I had a really good time. I thought yeah, that man. was a lot of really good, uh, kind of like deep talk, you know. And I think all yeah, of we're us... all learn. I, I I learned a lot, and then so we're all learning, and so hopefully yeah, um, yeah. people out there learn a little bit, and then it, uh, you know, so that'll all help everyone out in the end somehow. You know what I mean? So yeah, I really so, like how we all come from this in different angles. You know, and it all kind of makes sense and meshes uh, meshes together well. So, until the next one, uh, everybody be well. Later.